studios of WDBO in sunny Orlando, Florida, here's talk radio host Joe Kelly's Behind the News podcast, where Joe and his listeners and guests discuss the most important issues of the day, plus the crazy and bizarre stories of the infamous Florida man. Here's Joe Kelly. may recall last night we talked about uh, police law enforcement and I ruffled a few feathers when I said that some of the some of the difficulty that law enforcement faces today with the public is their fault uh, not not anybody else's fault but the police department's fault because good cops know who the bad cops are and good cops generally don't want to rat out the bad cops because of the thin blue line you don't want to anger the cops that are supposed to have your back when you go into a domestic violence situation or something else like that. And then just by pure coincidence today, I came across this story out of uh, Louisville and a, it, it, the headline reads, uh, reads cop called out by partner after touching woman inappropriately during a traffic stop while a child waits in the car. And the details are, are really interesting. So there, there, there was a training police officer and a, a recruit police officer in a car. They pulled over. Uh, they're both, I don't know if this matters, but they're both white. The, the driver was black um, and a, a black woman. And they, they pulled her over for a routine traffic stop. And the, the rookie cop started to frisk the woman. And once the seasoned cop saw how the rookie cop was frisking the woman. He steps in and says, whoa, 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 stop that. Stop, stop, stop. And, and the rookie cop walks away as he's instructed to. And then the seasoned cop, uh, you know, tries to calm down the woman and, and try to deal with the situation from there. I've got the, the body cam video slash audio, and it is queued up to right where the seasoned cop notices what the rookie cop is doing. And the seasoned cop is the first voice you hear here as he is telling the rookie cop to get your hands off that woman. Listen closely. Hey, hey, hold on. Stop, stop. Time, time out, time out. Go back there. Go back there. Ma'am, do you have anything on you? No. Okay. You do me a favor, just hang tight right here, okay? Can I just shut my the yeah, door? Yeah, 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 yeah. You can shut the door and let, he's is that your daughter? Uh, uh, he's training. He's, he's training. training. Yeah, he's supposed to call a woman to, to really actually. <laughs> so the other male voice you hear is the woman's boyfriend. It's supposed to be the back of the hand. Yeah. So as soon as he did, the, he did it wrong. Ma'am, ma'am, listen to me. Ma'am, can you turn around? I'm sorry. No, 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 it's, it's okay. just the way he, he did. He's, he, he's, he's a new officer. I'm training him. That's why. I'm sorry. I thought of only no, no, a female. No, no, no. I don't have anything on me. Ma'am. Only a female officer is Ma- Males can search females, but we are we are supposed to use the back line. That's a violation right So that's why as soon as I saw him, I stopped him, told him to go to the back of the park. So what's really interesting about the story is that this rookie cop uh, is behind the woman who is handcuffed. And you can't really see what he's doing, but the seasoned cop clearly saw it uh, because this this rookie cop um, with this woman handcuffed 
Uh, let me get to the right point of the story here. So she smiles nervously, unsure what to think, as the rookie starts patting her down, moving the palm of his hands along her stomach, pelvic area, and thighs. The seasoned cop's alarm grows as the officer begins to grope her buttocks aggressively. This is when the supervising officer places his hand on the rookie's forearm and tells him to stop. And as you read further into this, you realize that the rookie cop was not only aggressively uh, groping her tush, but that he had stuck his hand down her pants into her panties. Now, as this story comes to a conclusion, the, the woman filed a lawsuit against the city of Louisville and their police department, accusing the rookie of placing his hands inside her underwear, her panties, during the search. Uh, the lawsuit was settled for $50,000 for extreme humiliation, embarrassment, loss of enjoyment of life, alienation, and mental anguish. Now, get this. The rookie was simply reassigned after his failure to follow standards. He remained with the department until November 2020 when he was charged with misconduct and drug trafficking. The rookie was accused of taking marijuana seized in traffic stops and giving it to an unnamed woman that he was dating. That is a perfect example of how cops should police themselves. And I hate to think that it only happened because it was a training cop, a rookie cop, and a trainer cop. You know, if those were two peers, I wonder if the cop would have called out a peer for doing the same thing. Meanwhile, in Massachusetts, the leaders in that state have now given the green light to 16- and 17-year-old citizens to vote in municipal elections. 16-year-old kids voting in municipal elections. How does that, how does that sit with you? So I got a little issue here uh, with the uh, voting age. Um, If we can stay on our parents' insurance until we're 25, we have no reason to be voting if we're 16 and 17. Let's just change the voting age to 25 now, if we're gonna do all of that. Let's also change the drinking age to 25. Let's change the smoking age to 25. If they think that's when you become an adult, that's when you get all your rights. 25. You know, honestly, I had that exact same thought. as like, you know what, it should be 25, not 16. I mean, I've said, you, you guys have all read the studies that says that the, the adolescent brain does not fully develop until they turn 29. And having 16-year-olds voting is like having brain-damaged people voting. And, and I'm sorry, but 16, I, I, don't, I know a lot of really bright 16-year-olds. I do. And I don't mean to besmirch 16-year-olds. I happen to have two 16-year-olds. And they're both very bright. Uh, but not all 16-year-olds are, and a lot of 16-year-olds are impulsive. Uh, they're easily influenced, uh, you know, on TikTok and elsewhere. They're easy to manipulate. I am not down for 16-year-olds casting votes. What do you think? 844-580-WDBO or use the open mic in the WDBO app. We'll have your calls and comments coming up. Joe, I would say that I would expect the the training cop to, or any cop, to stop whoever it is, whether it's a peer, a trainee, 
or the chief. That was inappropriate, and he should have been fired. Yeah, I would ex- I would expect that too, but it doesn't always happen. It doesn't. Uh, th- there are there are oftentimes. I mean, George Floyd is the the most perfect example. Uh, as as one of the Minneapolis police officers was murdering George Floyd, three other cops stood around doing absolutely nothing. Uh, they could have gone over and said, "Hey, uh, Derek Floyd, get your knee off of this guy's windpipe so he can breathe." Uh, but they, those three cops did absolutely nothing, and for their role of doing absolutely nothing, uh, they'll they'll all be spending quite a bit of time in jail. Now, here's someone who has a uh, a differing view of me. You know, Joe, I always thought that you were a shit news commentator, and the commentation you just did with regards to police officers and if they were equals, would they've been reported, proves that. WDBO ought to fire your ass. You know, I, honestly, comments like that used to really get under my skin. And and uh, I, I guess I've been in doing this long enough that it that it, it just doesn't. And if and if your effort there is to push my buttons, it doesn't work. Uh, you're obviously incredibly hostile and you you don't even actually say what it was that that you disagreed with. You just think my and I should be fired. And then I, I feel sorry for you because you obviously want to live just in an echo chamber. You only want to hear opinions that match up with yours. And I feel sorry for you. That is sad. That is sad that you don't want to be exposed to anybody else's uh, stream of consciousness. You don't want to be exposed to anybody else's thought process. You don't want to be exposed to how somebody else thinks. And, and it is so easy. It is so easy to fire off in an anonymous open mic where nobody knows your name. I'm out here every day telling you my name. You know who I am. And you anonymously take a shot at me uh, telling my radio station to fire my ass. Um, I feel sorry for you. I, I will, I will inc- if, if I knew your name, if I knew who you were, it'd be easier for me to include you in my prayers. Uh, but I will just say a prayer that you find peace in your heart. And, and that you don't continue walking around with this rage and hostility that you have for any opinion that doesn't match yours. I just, I, I really, I really feel for you. Hey, Joe. So if 16 and 17 year olds can vote, I think that's grand. That tells me that they, their minds are fully developed. They should be allowed to smoke, drink, join the military, have sex, have children, pay taxes and pay the price of suffrage. I you guys know that I I am I am incapable of detecting sarcasm, right? So, but I feel like that was sarcasm. Can I get a confirmation? Randy, Laurel, can someone confirm whether or not that was sarcasm? I feel like it was. Randy Probably, probably. Most definitely. Okay, so that was sarcasm. So 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 in that end, yeah, we we agree on that. Uh 16 is going to be way too young to vote in elections. Now, I we've been reporting today that the city leaders, city of Orlando, they've passed a new ordinance that'll redefine restaurants, bars, and nightclubs. And they've not given a, a lot of clarity as to what exactly that's going to mean. But um, in downtown Orlando, and this will affect uh, all of Orlando, not just the downtown area, but they they don't they have prior to today evidently they didn't have def, different definitions for what is a bar what is a restaurant and what is a nightclub so now they have those definitions 
they, they can lay out the difference. So to be considered a restaurant, you have to serve food as the majority of the business, and you have to serve food as long as alcohol is being served. So if you're a restaurant, uh, in fact, I had gone into a restaurant uh, a couple of weeks ago. Oh, I, in fact, it was when I went down to the coast to try to get video of one of the rocket launches, and I was in Titusville, and I went into a bar, and I said, is your, is your kitchen closed? And they said, yeah, the kitchen is closed, but the bar stays open for many, many more hours after that. Well, if it is, if it is to be considered a restaurant, you have to serve food as long as you're serving alcohol. Restaurants also have to keep chairs and tables in place during hours of operation. Bars do not have to serve food. Nightclubs are defined as including late night entertainment. You know, a lot of bars will bring in a DJ or a bar will bring in a, a, a guy with a guitar to play music. I mean, I don't know that that makes them a nightclub. I think there's still a bar in that sense. Uh, but I will tell you that there are a couple of Thai food restaurants in downtown Orlando that serve Thai food for lunch. And I think they do like, like, a, like an early dinner. And then they remove all the tables and it becomes absolutely wild. Uh, it becomes a, a nightclub slash disco. Uh, I mean, it gets crazy, especially on Sundays and Sunday nights. Uh, it is absolutely crazy down there. But what, what this ordinance says is that a number of these restaurants are not going to be able to operate as nightclubs uh, at night. They're, they're, you, pick, you either pick a restaurant, you're either going to be a restaurant or you're going to be a nightclub or you're going to be a bar. You don't get to make changes from one day of the week to the next day of the week or from one uh, day part to another day part. You have to stick with that. Now, I want to get into more about what's going on in, in downtowns because downtowns uh, across the nation have been eviscerated by the work from home movement. Some 95% of downtown offices were occupied before the pandemic. That number is now 47% occupied. Downtowns occupied at 47%. And there's no sign that those people are coming back any time soon. We'll get into the growing challenges with downtowns and downtown Orlando in particular when we continue coming up next. Broadcasting live from the Florida Freedom Zone. I completely appreciate your honesty. Joe Kelly, you're the best. I think we should make you the boss of all news media. Orlando's News and Talk with Joe Kelly on WDBO. Hey, Joe, I went to Wawa today. Got the turkey gobbler bowl, like you said. It was great. With all my luck, though, they'll probably stop it tomorrow. Well, they do. Yeah, it is a seasonal product at Wawa. Maybe if we uh, scream loud enough, we can get Wawa to keep it on the menu year-round. I will tell you that I, too, I, comma, two, comma, had a turkey gobbler from Wawa today. And I will say that I was very disappointed in it uh, because it was missing a couple of things. It had mashed potatoes and stuffing, gravy and turkey, and that was it. It didn't have the sautéed onions. It didn't have the uh, cranberry sauce. I mean, the cranberry sauce, that's the whole point of having turkey and Thanksgiving food is so you can have cranberry sauce. So that was very disappointing for me. Uh, but, but I ate the whole bowl, or most of the bowl at least. It was, still, it was still pretty good. Mark is joining us in Orlando at 844-580-WDBO. Mark, how are you? 
Uh, good. You seem to hit topics that uh, trigger me, uh, but in this one, I think I'm kind of coming down a, a little bit on the opposite side of you with the voting deal. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So say, let, uh, me, let me reset it. Uh, hang on a second, Mark. Let me reset it for anybody who's just tuning in. So in Massachusetts, okay. they have changed the laws in Massachusetts to allow 16 and 17-year-old citizens to vote in municipal elections. They can't vote in federal elections or state elections, but in municipal elections. So so what, what do you think about that? Yeah, and to me, that wouldn't be bad civic training as long as the the kids were willing to do the research on the candidates have an understanding of the positions before they made you know as they're making the decisions so you not tell them how to vote but the fact that they're willing to to investigate the candidates and understand the, the uh, positions before they did it that would be That'd be good. I think that's a good idea. I I understand where you're coming from, and I think it's a great idea to bring your children with you when you cast your vote, you know, and and have those discussions with your children, no matter their age, uh, up up until their voting age, at least. Um, Mark, you don't have you don't have any concerns that the the youth could be manipulated by a political party one way or the other. Well, that's that's part of the research, but uh, I mean, so are adults. Right. And, and, and yes. That, and, to, right. and to that end, you're absolutely right. There are plenty of brain dead adults who go cast votes also. So. So, yeah, that doesn't necessarily rule that out. Now, you got you to recognize this is coming from a guy who's part of the generation that ruined the drinking age for everybody. <laughs> OK, you're that, I was, you're I that was guy. around when it was 18. Yeah, I was around when I was 18 for a few years. So it's kind of the same. A little bit of the same thing, but this is a municipal level, and that's good training ground for uh, later voting. All right. Good call, Mark. Thank you so much. Have a good night. Drive safe. 844-580-WDBO. It's 844-580-9326. You can use the open mic in the WDBO app. See, people can disagree and have civil conversations. That's all we're doing here. We don't have to call for anybody using bad words and calling for people to be dismissed. We are having a discussion, an intelligent discussion, I hope, a beneficial discussion. So thank you, Mark, for that, being a great caller. You know, my goal with this show is to to be accessible to every man and woman, of course. Um, You know... uh, some shows are so deep into the political weeds that it is sometimes hard to understand, hard to follow along, and hard to call in. I, I try to make this show accessible to anybody and everybody. Uh, I don't I don't like to get too deep into into the weeds, into the arguments. I like to have discussions. I like to have discussions. And if and if you're not in favor of having discussions, if you'd rather just yell at people, I mean, there are shows for that. And I would highly recommend you check out shows where people just love being, you know, yelling at, at one another. I'm just not one of those guys. So if you want to if you want to talk about it and have a discussion, I'm your guy. If you want to scream and yell and cuss, I'm, I'm probably not your guy because I'm not going to I'm not going to take the bait uh, on those kinds of of issues. Let's call it what it is. This is the Democrats trying to push their agenda, trying to buy more votes. And how can they do it? Let's get into the youth. Let's get some 16, 17 year, 17 year olds voting out there. That way we could get some more voting our way. So the Dems could uh, push their agenda. That again is Massachusetts says they're going to allow 16 and 17 year olds to 
uh, vote in municipal elections. So we talked about downtown Orlando, and downtown Orlando is reclassifying. They're, they're creating a new ordinance that will redefine restaurants, bars, and nightclubs. This as downtowns all across America are vacant. There's nobody in downtown. I live in downtown, and I can tell you there's nobody downtown. Uh, the restaurants are just now starting to come back. But the office buildings... Most of the office buildings are empty or very near empty. In fact, there's a couple of office buildings that are so empty, they have closed their parking garages. I don't want to say permanently because nothing is really, well, there's a couple things that are permanent. I don't want to say they've closed them permanently, but they've got blockades in front of their parking garages and you can't park there. And it it rubs me that that Mayor Buddy Dyer, who had uh, came up with this great vision, Great vision for this park under I-4, the under I-4 project it was going to be called. And there was going to be a park under I-4 right there in downtown between, I think it would be between uh, South Street and Washington. You know, the elevated I-4 parkway that goes through downtown. Underneath it, they were going to put a park with with pickleball courts and basketball courts and maybe a tennis court, some swing sets for the kids. I mean, it was going to be a wonderful park that they were going to put underneath I-4. Uh, for those of us who, who don't want to be out in the sun all day, you know, you get shade. They were going to put big ceiling fans up there to keep the air moving around. And then suddenly they weren't. And then suddenly they said, nope. We're going to make it parking spaces instead, which is what it was before the I-4 Ultimate anyway. But Mayor Buddy Dyer argued that we need more parking spaces in downtown Orlando. I'm here to tell you that that is absolutely not true. We do not need more parking spaces downtown. I think the city purely sees that as a revenue option because those are going to be parking spaces with parking meters and the city can make money rather than a park which is going to cost millions call me a cynic but there there is no need for additional parking in downtown orlando and don't let anybody tell you otherwise i'm joe kelly 844-580-wdbo or use the open mic and the wdbo app Unfortunately, we're not going to find out about the killer robots in San Francisco. The Board of Supervisors there apparently got afraid uh, amid uh, pushback. The San Francisco Board of Supervisors has temporarily walked back their support of a controversial killer robots policy late this afternoon. Dead or alive, you're coming with me. Did you see the second RoboCop movie? I saw the first RoboCop movie, you know, years and years ago. Uh, but the second RoboCop movie, um, it was pretty good. I, 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 I'm about halfway through it, actually. I, I decided to watch it because of the killer robot story. And I, I found it. There were some pretty big names in it, though at the moment I can't think of a single one of them. Uh, but, it was a, but it was a pretty good movie. So, so back to the downtown areas. So downtowns have been eviscerated because of the pandemic and because of work from home. And it really appears that, that the trend is not going to go back. That people are not going to return to these buildings. Uh, let me give you some examples here. That uh, and by the way, and and because fewer people are using downtown office space, that means fewer people are using public transit. I I'd love to see the numbers on SunRail as to see how they have declined since the pandemic and people that don't have to go to work in downtown Orlando anymore. 
Uh, and the impact is going to be huge because it's going to hurt U.S. cities as reduced tax revenue and sales receipts for those businesses affect city budgets. It's going to be a big deal. In San Francisco, they have office vacancy rates of 34 to 40% in some areas. In New York, about 50% of workers are back in the office. But two mayors from two of this nation's biggest cities um, should really give you pause. Seattle Mayor Bruce Harrell said the fact of the matter is there will never be the good old days where everyone's downtown is working. And the San Francisco mayor, London Breed, said life as we knew it before the pandemic is not ever going to go back. So one solution to the decreased amount of filled office space is to convert commercial real estate into residential real estate, convert it into housing. Heaven knows everybody within the sound of my voice knows that there is a housing crisis uh, in Florida. In Orlando, in Sanford, in Kissimmee, there is a housing crisis, a crisis of affordable housing in particular. And so there, there are at least two buildings in downtown Orlando that are being converted into residential buildings. One of the buildings, and I don't even know what this building was because since as long as I've lived in Orlando, this building has not been occupied. But it was this small kind of a box building that was across the street from the now vacant um, Orlando Sentinel building, that is being converted into a residential building. And then the building downtown that used to house the Wahlburgers cheeseburger place, it has been reported that that whole building is going to be converted into residential building. I will say that the Wahlburgers has closed long ago. They closed permanently at the beginning of the pandemic. And there is a new restaurant that has moved into that space and should be open any day now. Now, it's a taco restaurant. I will tell you, there is no shortage of taco restaurants in downtown Orlando. <laughs> if you want tacos or pizza, you're going to be able to find pretty much anything you want in downtown Orlando because there is a boat ton of taco places. But there's a new taco place moving into the old Wahlburgers. And then the rest of that building, I read, I mean, it was reported that it's going to be converted into residential, which was going to take a lot of work because there are no um, balconies. There are no, you know, real windows on that building. I mean, it wasn't designed for residential living. It was designed for commercial living. And if they do go through with that, it's going to be quite a project uh, to convert that building into residential buildings. But the idea of adding more parking spaces in downtown Orlando is a dreadful idea. I know that downtown is known for having parking problems, but that is a problem in the past. Not a problem that we're currently facing and not a problem in the future, it seems. My name is Joe Kelly. Thank you so much for tuning in. Even that guy. 